the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Power of Oneness. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Me into your scriptures to the 11th chapter of the book of Genesis, the book of beginning. Genesis chapter 11. I shall read into your hearing the first nine verses. Genesis chapter 11 verses 1 through 9. And the Bible says, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, come, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name. Lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people are one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be withheld from them which they have imagined to do. Come, let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there upon the face of all the earth and they cease building the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from there did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. I want to talk to you about the power in oneness. The power in oneness. There's power in oneness. Oneness is agreement together. It's also called same-mindedness. 
and is not a double mind, which is a double soul. A double mind or something that disagreeable is not the same as touching and agreeing. So then the oneness that I'm talking about here this evening is the power of agreement. And that's something right there that a lot of people probably do not understand the power in oneness, the power in agreement. As sad as it is, two folk can agree to kill somebody. They both agreed and they did it. Or rob a bank. Or break into a house. So I don't want you to think that whenever two people agree that they're agreeing on something good. But I'm talking about on the God side where we as believers must be brought into that place to understand the power of agreement. Now, when you take a look at this, the flood had ended. There were a lot of people upon the planet in those days. You had sons that had come out of Noah and then sons or children and daughters that had come out of them. And so they decided to get together and to build a tower to reach up to heaven. Some theologians said that they decided to build this tower in case a flood came again. They could all run up into the tower and make marker and look down at the water. They didn't understand the water was coming down. When we talk about, as we look today, a house divided, there is something that I need to get to right after this, after I explain this, to show you the hand of the enemy at the house. If your house is divided, it's the enemy at home. And oftentimes when people refuse to agree to get a situation Completed. They're giving the devil another day. To dig in deeper. In this text. And looking at. What these people did. The whole earth. Was a one language. And a one speech. There was no barrier to them communicating. The whole earth. Wasn't nobody speaking Spanish. If, if they were, everybody was speaking Spanish. It was one language. And it was one speech. But the power of oneness. Comes into effect when they all got together. And decided. That we need to build a tower. That will reach. Into the heavens. Somebody say, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm good. And they began to build this tower. And the Lord was amazed. It was almost like he was at home in heaven with his feet kicked up enjoying his day. And all of a sudden, he heard some noise down on earth. And he decided to come down and see what, what they were doing. And when he came down to see what they were doing, they were building a tower. And the Lord said, this they begin to do. 
and nothing will be withheld from them which they imagine to do. That right there leads me to believe that not only is there power in doing, power in agreement, there's power in imagination. Do you realize that on your way home tonight, you have to imagine in your mind the way you're going to go? You have to, you have to understand that our imagination paint pictures on our spirit man. Imagination. That's why oftentimes a sanctified imagination can lead to a whole lot of problems. An unsanctified imagination can lead to a whole lot of problems. For instance, we're told to cast down imagination or cast down reasoning. And everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God's word, we're to cast that down. Imaginations or reasoning. And when we start seeing things from a human point of view, we shut God's word out and we're going to do this on our own. And oftentimes when we have that mindset, we don't make it. We may get it started, but sometimes it's almost difficult to get it finished. So God is saying that these people, what they have begun to do and what they have imagined to do, is nothing going to be able to stop them. Because the people are of one language and of one speech. I can only begin to imagine the Zuckerbergs of this world. Facebook folk. A Bill Gates, Microsoft. Or the Wright Brothers. First airplane. Somebody had to have an imagination. Who would have thought about it when we were in school, old school, that you would be able to reach in your pocket or your purse and get a, a thing that we now know as a cell phone and call across town. You, you remember, if, if you were not at home, you missed the message. There were, no, there were not even any answering services in 1964. But where are we now? Some people, what they are imagining to do with their phones is mind-boggling. All because of the human imagination. So, if these people, in the dawning of human civilization, got themselves together and began in the land of China to dwell there, and they began to talk to one another, in verse 3, and they said one to another, Come, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, you see how they're talking to one another? And they said, I dare you to say we got the biggest Sunday school class. Mm -hmm. I dare you to say I'm debt free. I dare you to say I walk in peace and power. And everywhere I go, I got favor. 
I, I, I dare you to say in the city I'm blessed. And even when I go to the field, I'm most highly blessed. Because I see myself successful. I see myself having divine favor on my life. Now that's just me talking about me. What if we got together and we talked about what you trust in God for? And I talk to you about what I'm trusting God for. And then we fist bump. We touch and agree in the name of Jesus that that which we believe and said, it will come to pass. How much power do you think that we will be operating in and how differently would our lives be if we skip what the devil is doing. We bind him in Jesus' name. We cast him out. Satan the Lord rebuke you. Now let's get down to the bottom line. How much peace do we want in this house? How much love do we want flowing through here? And oh yeah, by the way, what are we trusting God for our children for? Now we understand why all this confusion at the house so that you won't get to that point. So that there won't be no collaboration or thought to move the family forward or to move your business forward or to move yourself forward. And we will be forever bound in confusion trying to do what? Figure it out. That's a trap from the enemy. But what the Lord has his eye on right here at the Tower of Babel is what these folk are doing. Because what they have done, and they didn't have no church service at that time, because wasn't no church. But notice, they began to talk to one another. And as they talked to one another, they began to agree with one another. And faith without works is dead. Then they started building. And the Lord said, let's, 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 let's go down there. Because what they have begun to do, nothing will be impossible for them not to do. Now you think about it if a church applied that principle. What is a principle? It's a law that governs. So why can't we touch and agree in the name of Jesus Christ? For our healing? For our prosperity? For our journey in life that we would be successful. Our children would be successful. The hand of the enemy got us not talking to one another. And not liking one another. And don't even know one another. Now if one can put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand. How come we can't figure out that it's the devil got us hating one another? Huh? Why hasn't the light come on? And the question being raised, why don't I like that person over there? I don't even know that person. That person has never done anything, you know, for or against me. I don't know anything about it. I just don't like them. That's demonic. Now here these folk are, one language, one speech. They have an understanding of the flood that came. And no doubt they said, listen, if we can get ourselves and our minds together, 
and just start saying the same thing. And then put what we believe in operation and start building this building. We can get it done. You don't need nobody on your team with a mouthful of negativity. You really don't need to be drawing close to people who don't believe that God is able to do anything. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that you understand that this ain't good ground to be connected to. Because it costs too much. Some of these relationships cost too much. And we're trying to hold on to them. But they're not going anywhere because you're dealing with negative people. Everything is negative. It's beautiful day. It won't be this way tomorrow. Well, could we please enjoy it? <laughs> today? So, so, so the Lord is showing us right here that there's a power in agreement. In verse 4, and they said, come, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us. Do you notice? Let us. Come, let us. Come, come on, let us. Why would we not do it? We've seen the devastation, heard about the devastation of a flood, and we're all here together. Why don't we try to make our lives better? Why don't we come on and get it done? But see, if you, Dr. King, is a bullet in your future. Even if you're Malcolm, it's a bullet in your future. And I don't know if you've noticed or not, people really don't have a lot of space or time for positive people. I used to wonder why so many people used to have a problem with me. Because basically, since I can remember, I've been a positive person, even in my childhood. Had to be. Got a dead daddy, got all these problems, you know, uh, uh, domestic violence and all this stuff. Why would I not try to think about something positive or, uh, or to step out there and do something with the life I had back then? I've always basically been different. Always. Even when I was not a Christian, I was different. Because I always wanted something better. I always believed that some way and somehow things could get better. I wasn't willing to just settle for the status quo or just go along to get along. I always have believed. I used to borrow school clothes sometimes. Because mama was doing the best she could. I've worn other people's shoes. Other people's sweaters. To school. But I always believed. That things were going to get better. And see Jesus makes that thought possible. Because with God, all things are possible. But watch the qualifying point. To him that believeth. We have to put our faith on the line. And start calling those things which be not as though they were. If things in our lives are going to turn around, we can't keep talking about what it is. We need to talk about what we, watch this, commanded to be. We're like God, created in his image. We're intelligent creatures. We have the ability to speak. We can talk to God the Father. We need to know what it is that we want God to do to turn our situation around. Bartimaeus on Jericho Road called Jesus. 
Jesus stood still. He went over there, and when the Lord got over there, guess what he asked? What do you want? Why do some people go through life and they don't know what they want? Tell the Lord all about it. Tell him all about your struggles. He can help you. <laughs> I saw the ball go over the fence right there. He, he can help you. Now you would have thought he just walked up to Bartimaeus and say, eyes be open in my name. He didn't do none of that. He said, what do you want? He said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. So what do you want? I don't know. Lord, I don't want to bother you too long. So, let me move on. Y'all still here? So you got to make up your mind what you want the Lord to do for you. And if it falls within the confines of his word, consider it a done deal. But your faith will be tested while you're waiting. To get you to change your mind. So that when the blessing manifests, you won't even see it. Ain't that something? You order something UPS and when it got to the house, you would change the addresses. God got blessings with your name on them. Can't nobody just arbitrarily get your blessing? Trust God for where it is that you are trying to get to. Now he's helped me. And I got a sneaky suspicion that he has also helped somebody else in here. Verse 5, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built it. And the Lord said, behold, the people are one. And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing, somebody say nothing. This they begin to do. And now nothing will be withheld from them which they have imagined to do. Imagination. Now, if it's not but one business on this planet that has imagination, it's got to be Hollywood. Here we are sitting in the movie crying and we know it ain't real. <laughs> they know when to bring the violins in just on time. Hollywood is the master of human imagination. And then sometimes it stick with us so until we go and tell somebody, you got to go and see it. God said this they begin to do. And whatever they imagine to do, they can do it. There's no limit on how old you got to be to not go to school. If you believe in your heart that you're going to get it done, get it done. Imagination in God's hands can show you your way out of your problem. Imagination. 
imaging, seeability, able to perceive that I'm in danger, I'm in trouble, I need a way out. I need for you to help me, Lord. I need for you to give me wisdom. I need for you to show me what to do. Your life is different than Joe Helen's life. No two lives are the same. That's why God is I am. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. That's, that's why God is I am whatever you need. So we take his word, we give it back to him, we believe it, we stand on it, and by faith we receive it, and we wait for the man of Today's message, The Power of Oneness, FC2735, FC2735, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are... Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. 
The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.